What's going on, action fans? We're back again for another episode of Flask Action Heroes. Woo! As you can probably guess, that was my co-host Jeff. Hey guys. We uh, we decided to do one of the big movies. We got another movie coming up soon. Uh, but yeah, I think we had to hit this one first because uh, uh, yeah, because we accidentally watched Stranger Things all day instead of watching the other movie. That's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's hit that music. Martial arts. Gunfight. Explosions. Whiskey. Okay, so since we both saw it and we uh, watched Stranger Things all day, uh, we are going to talk about Suicide Squad. Woo-hoo. Now, um, for anyone who doesn't know, it's the DC movie. Uh, it's about the group of villains basically being forced to do the government's work under the threat of being murdered. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty great premise. Hell yeah. So uh, before we jump too far in, though, let's go ahead and do that opening shot. Oh, good. Oh, yes, Royal Canadian, our friend. Mm-hmm. Eat my friends. Mm. No friend of mine. Mm. So, I never read any of the Suicide Squad comics or anything. Did you ever read any of them? Or? I've read some of the stuff where they've tied in, but I've never read any like actual Suicide Squad. Except for, uh, I think I read the, um, there was a big story arc tie-in I read. I don't remember if it was Darkest Night or like Sinestro Core War. It was one of those big tie-in events that happened like 10 years ago. Now, do you feel like... I... I feel like a lot of people are complaining about how it didn't represent the comics well enough, or, I don't know. Um, it depends on which character you're talking about. Like, if you're talking about Will Smith's depiction of Deadshot, he definitely just played Will Smith, who could also shoot things really well. Yeah. He, he always plays the same character in every movie I've seen him in. I mean, when you're talking about action comedy movies especially, like, there was that one movie recently he was in where he, uh, he played the guy with the African accent who was a concussion doctor. Haven't seen that, but... Other than that, about the concussion protocol, yeah, but in the NFL, that's like one of his only serious. Like there was that movie, and then there was this movie where he played Muhammad Ali, which nobody saw. Yeah, I never saw I Am Legend. I don't know. I never saw that either. I saw bits and pieces. I know that the dog dies. Mm-hmm. Everybody told that. It's just like Marley and Me. Big spoilers. <laughs> spoilers for Marley and Me. <laughs> and I Am Legend. That's right. Sorry about that. <laughs> Um, did, uh, so, uh, was Killer Croc like, like, uh... It's funny that you mentioned it, Killer Croc was actually, they were originally gonna go with King Shark, who is, uh, you know, he's like, a, he's kinda like a street shark. Yeah, he was in a recent episode of The Flash. Yeah, I heard, actually, I saw pictures of his suit, it looked really good. He looked pretty good. Really, really scary. Yeah. If, he, if he was on rollerblades and said Jawsome, you would've had your own show right there. Yeah, maybe three more of them. <laughs> Hell yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean... All the characters, whatever. I don't really... I didn't know anything about the comics, so nothing really bothered me too much. Um, yeah, like, uh, I mean, Captain Boomerang was pretty different, but I liked him a lot better than most interpretations anyways. Uh, Slipknot, for the 30 seconds he was in the movie, I don't know, I don't really know Slipknot from anyone. Um, Enchantress, she was really different, but I actually liked what they did with her character a lot. Yeah, she was pretty cool. I think, um, overall, when you're doing the movies, you have to take certain liberties, because you're not... 
I, I think it's easy for comic book fans to get upset, which, I mean, I, I get it. You've been reading these for a long time, and suddenly you, they're being brought to the big screen, and you want justice to be done to them and make sure that they're represented the way they were originally written. But there are time constraints and oh, yeah. things like I that. I mean, the Suicide Squad's a rotation anyways. They get a different roster every other time. Yeah. Like, uh, Amanda Waller, I felt, was perfect. Like, she yeah. did a really good job. It's funny, in the uh, Justice League cartoon, like Justice League, Justice League Unlimited... She was played by a CCH Pounder, a favorite actress of Charlie's and mine. Yes. I actually thought she would have been a good pick for the character, but I, they went with someone younger instead. Yeah, and she killed it. Um, I can't think of her name. I don't have any of the actors' names in front of me. So Will Smith. Will Smith. Um, uh, Margot Robbie. Quinn. Yeah, Margot Robbie. And then there was uh, Jai Courtney. I only oh, remember yeah, that yeah. from Terminator Genesis. Oh, uh, yeah. Though. Another review we did. Yeah. So... Uh, and if you're wondering why we're jumping right into the characters, it's because the beginning of this movie jumps right into the characters. jumps right into the characters. <laughs> it's basically like Amanda Waller. She's at like a, a meeting, a dinner meeting for the government. Instead, actually, I missed like the first ten minutes of this movie. I came in right when they were doing Joker and Harley Quinn, so I assume I just missed all of Deadshot's intro. Yeah, yeah. That, you missed uh, you missed Batman in it then when uh, he meets Batman, right? When uh, Deadshot meets Batman. Yeah, yeah, I missed that. Well, yeah, they had, like, a quick fight, and uh, <clears throat> he was trying to shoot Batman, and his daughter jumped in the way. He was like, no, please don't fight. Uh, you know, and then he gave up. Uh, he missed his pimp hat, too. He had, like, a fur coat with a pimp hat. I saw, later on, he has a flash. well, not a flashback, but, like, Enchantress makes them see what uh-huh. they want the most, and he's wearing that gas. That's what he wore? Yeah, that was the scene. Pretty nice. I uh, killed the bat. <laughs> yeah, and it was... Uh, yeah, I missed that, and then I got to see Batman versus uh, Joker and Harley Quinn, which was pretty cool. Uh, Purple Lamborghini. Did you see the music video for Purple Lamborghini by uh, it was Rick Ross and Skrillex, and it has Jared Leto in it? No. Oh, you should you should watch it. Uh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I will watch that. The song that plays uh, in the club when uh, Joker meets um, that one uh, crime lord. Yeah. Uh, that was the song that was playing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, Common's in the movie. Was that Common who had the tattoos on his forehead and whatnot? I don't know if that was Common or Common was the guy who got turned into the Enchantress's brother. I, I'm not sure. I don't. I, li- I only remember Common from uh, the One Fast and the Furious movie for like he was in that, right? He was in the One Fast, his first Fast and the Furious. Uh, no, Ja Rule was in that. Was it Ja Rule? Yeah, Monica. That's right. Yeah, that was Ja Rule. Uh, Common. I, I've never seen pictures of Common. Me I don't either. think. <laughs> I'm not very good with faces or names. We did a lot of research. Yeah, we did a lot of research, and we totally just didn't watch Stranger <laughs> Things all day and then go, shit, oh, we wait. record. <laughs> but, I, I mean, that all aside, I mean, it's not really what this is about. Um, it was cool to see the way they introduced the character. I, I felt like a lot of people complained about the montage, but I gotta tell you, like, as a casual moviegoer, well, casual fan... When it comes to, like, comic book movies, uh, I wouldn't have known any of those characters outside of my experiences with Deadshot Mm -hmm. on the CW, Mm -hmm. which were just horribly inaccurate from what I understand. Hmm. Um, And my, you know, knowledge of Joker and Harley Quinn. Which are, yeah. I mean, like, watching the animated series and whatnot. Right, playing, like, the Arkham Knight video games. I I know of Killer Croc. He was in the animated series, too, was he? I didn't watch a lot of the animated series, to be honest. Oh, that's that's good. I know. I I actually just got Amazon Prime, and it's all on there, so I was thinking about queuing it up soon. Yeah, let me know. I'll watch some episodes with you. I'll point out some good ones. Sounds good. But, I mean, and I want to see the killing joke, too, despite the... uh... Oh, I, I saw that. Do you like it? Yeah, um, we reviewed it at a podcast. I liked it a lot. Although the first twenty minutes were just total filler. You could have just started the movie twenty minutes in. Yeah, 
But then you would have missed the sex scene. That's true. I mean, it wasn't even a sex scene. <laughs> the way the internet describes it. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, it's just like them making out, and then she takes off her bat top, and then, the, you know, it pans up, and that's the end. Oh. I'm like, well, where's the penetration? Right. I thought there was going to be, like, you know, some um, some thrust. Yeah, least. swinging from, like, a battering grapple. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, nice running start. <laughs> swinging start. <laughs> Uh, shots for swinging starts. Oh, yeah. So I, I think we'll end up spending a lot of time talking about the characters, though, because that's pretty much what made this made and made this movie as a whole. I it mean, was what uh, made it was the good things and the bad things about the movie was the largest amount yeah. of characters that they shoved in all at once. Mm. A lot of people compare this movie to Guardians of the Galaxy, which had a smaller roster, but they were able to properly introduce everyone, more or less. Yeah. I mean, with like a sentence or two for some of them, like, you know. No, actually, they had a really quick montage uh, with the, uh, when they were all booked. Yeah. And they had the mugshots, and like, that was their introduction. I was like, oh, okay. They yeah. could have... I guess they could have done something similar to that. I, I didn't feel like it was too long because they spent a lot of time on the important character. Like I said, I missed like the, the whole Deadshot thing, so <laughs> it didn't seem as long to me. But it seemed like they spent a lot of time on the important characters and kind of just rushed through the, the minor characters like Diablo and uh, um, Killer Croc and Boomerang. You know, those were just like two-minute scenes or whatever. It's true. Um, they did have a Flash cameo, though. Yeah, that was actually you, really cool. You got a good look of him in his uh, suit. Yeah. And uh, I like his suit. Yeah, no, he looked pretty cool. I think, I think they're going about like this whole um, Justice League thing a bit wrong. But the I, trailer, who who knows how accurate that's going to be? The trailer makes it look like a caper movie. Yeah, I like. There's a, the one thing you'll know from watching the show is that I love heist movies. Are my favorite. <laughs> thing in the world. Yes, uh, we did. We did uh, God, Italian like, job. Italian job. Yeah. Woo. One of our favorite was, movies yeah, ever. Yeah, it was just like, I mean, I realized we'd seen it a decade too late, but like, it's like, you know, it had so many tropes and cliches of like, the you know, every single heist movie's like that these days. Like, What did we spend forever trying to pause and look at? Spider-Man. Spider-Man, that's right. Spider-Man was in the Spider-Man had a cameo in it, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Italian job, not Suicide Squad. No, sadly. But the, although, I didn't pay that much attention, so maybe he was in it. One thing I'm learning about trailers is I don't trust them at all. Like, <laughs> I, I Everything I've seen lately, trailers, some trailers make stuff look really good, and it turns out to be really bad. Well, Suicide Squad's trailers were really good because they showed most of the movie in them. Yeah, yeah. That's also another great thing about trailers. Is <laughs> spoil all the good jokes, the cool yeah. parts. Yeah, yeah that's, that's always unfortunate, and I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm tired of trailers in general. That's true. My one friend, he refuses to see trailers. Like, you have to text him when the movie's starting, or he'll just show up, you know, ten minutes after it starts, and, like, personally, I think that's going through too much, but whatever. Yeah. I, I, I feel like you have to go, but you can probably show up, you know... Just eat popcorn really fast, you won't be able to hear what they're saying anyways. Yeah, yeah, or just, you know, go stand by the door and wait for, like, the trailers to stop. When you start hearing everybody clap at MJR, you know it's your time to go in. More fun at MGM. Guys, I hate to be the one that I started that. See, Stinger claims credit for starting that. He's a liar. He he was there before you, though. Yeah, but... Uh, Maybe I, all of you started it together. <laughs> I saw him thinking about doing it, and then I did it. Yeah. And then he lied later. <laughs> Shots fired at Stinger. <laughs> Take that, Stinger. So, who else was introduced? I feel like I'm leaving somebody else. The Enchantress? The Enchantress. Okay, so the Enchantress is like a witch from, like... That's lived forever, as yeah. far as this movie's telling you. Worshipped like a deity in somewhere in uh, South America. Yeah, as as you would of with course. being a deity. Accidentally discovered by archaeologist Dr. June Moon. Is that her name? Yes. Ugh. 
Sorry. That's, that was their name in the comic. That's a silly name, but hey. <laughs> well, and, you know, it's weird how they sometimes do that in comics. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jim Moon is a terrible name, but I remember it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It sticks with you. They're just like those eyebrows. Those eyebrows. That girl was cute. I don't know. If oh, she's cool. a supermodel. Is in, she? Uh, real life, yeah. Model and actress. Uh, well, let's not get out of hand. I said she was cute. <laughs> <laughs> No, she was very, very attractive. Oh, yeah. Um, Actually, yeah, I found her very attractive. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Margot Robbie as well, too. Oh, oh my goodness, yes. But, I mean, you know. (laughs) You know, shade the obvious. Yeah, right. (laughs) When you just um, basically show your butt off the entire time in the movie, it tends to uh, raise... Enchantress's outfit, too. That was, uh, that showed plenty. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, the Enchantress, uh, basically, on that archaeological archaeological dig uh-huh. I think she just fell into a cave like, yeah she wasn't even a dig oh yeah yeah that's right she was just like going for a walk in the rainforest <laughs> she's an activist actually she's not even an archaeologist <laughs> she found an uh, idol a statuette and then for some reason she's like man this looks priceless and rare and then breaks the head off of it <laughs> yeah releasing the enchantress who dum dum immediately yeah what a dum dum immediately like goes deep throat on her and uh oh yeah just uh takes over her body and who could blame her? Right. And then there's this big convoluted plan that Amanda Waller has to, like, get the best special marine forces to fall in love with Moon June so he can keep an eye on the Enchantress. Yeah. Because she has the... Basically, they went back to the site and stole the Enchantress's heart and kept it in, like, this case that they could stab at mm-hmm. whenever the Poke Enchantress... Was, yeah, <laughs> whenever the Enchantress was acting up, so that's how they kept the Enchantress in line. But yeah, what was his name? Rick Flag, I think it was? Something Flag. Yeah, Flag. I, I remember. My, my least favorite character in the film. Yeah, he was whatever. Uh, yeah, I thought he was a big baby and, like, kind of a jerk and a little twangy for me. Yeah, it was nice that the villains didn't like him, basically, the whole time. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was right there with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shots for hating Rick Flag. <laughs> I like him okay in the comic, but mm, he was just such a sap. No. But yeah, that's pretty much everyone. I mean, uh, Harley Quinn was great in it. Nailed the character, I felt. Yeah, yeah. The, she did a really good job with him. From really good job with her. Uh, the obviously, you know, the the little things always count. Having the hammer, having the bat, getting the walk down, saying pudding, stuff like uh-huh. that. Calling everyone a pussy for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> is that part of her character in the comic? No, or was that no, just that's just, that was just random. Yeah, just, what if she called everyone a pussy? Yeah, like <laughs> let's do that. She actually, uh, Harley Quinn started out in the cartoon first, and then later... Came into... Yeah, yeah. which is um, really unusual. Normally it's the other way around. Yeah. Well, it's too good of a character idea. I mean, a psychiatrist yeah. who was driven insane by trying to analyze the Joker uh-huh. and fell in love with him because of it. I mean, And who could blame her? I mean, I I couldn't look at that tattoo for more than a minute without <laughs> melting. Yep, you just feel the damage to your heart. <laughs> Damaging those heartstrings. So, we gotta talk about the Joker. Oh, yeah. Um, Was the Joker a good portrayal? I say yes. I liked him. Yeah, yeah. Other than... Other than, like, they, if he would have lost two tattoos, it would have been absolutely perfect. I yeah, think. the one on the forehead and, uh... The lip one on the... Oh, yeah, the one on the hand. Like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like, I didn't care. It didn't even look like a tattoo. No, no, it looked like a sticker or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they definitely made him more gay... It's funny, I remember there was this old meme where it was, like... Yeah, it had Caesar Romano. Yeah, it Joker, called him the clown. The clown. And then, yeah, and then uh, it called Jack Nicholson the gangster. Yeah. And then, uh... Heath Ledger was the anarchist, and then uh, the jo- current Joker, Jared Leto, was uh, the psychopath. But it's funny, Jared Leto was the actual gangster out of the group. He was a literal gangster. He was a crime lord. 
Yeah, Mark Hamill is the Joker, as yes. everyone always says. Which I agree with. I mean, I think the, the Mark Hamill's portrayal of the... Most iconic, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, honestly, this this was a really good Joker. I, I thought I, so. I think he was... I, I like the idea of the Joker being, like you said, we talked about before the show, the crime lord of Gotham. Yep. Crown like, prince of crime. It's it's the perfect fit for him. He doesn't need to be, I don't know, he doesn't need to be trying to use his message to overthrow the government like he uh-huh. was in The Dark Knight. Not that that was a bad portrayal. No, it wasn't a bad portrayal. I'm glad that they just didn't go with the same thing, though. Right. And I, f- I feel like for these kind of movies, he's going to be more at home just being the guy who shows up and fucks things up and because <laughs> he's a fucking gangster. And oh, yeah. Did you hear about how uh Ward is, uh, they're saying that they stole their his look from uh, Ninja, the member of the group? No. Yeah, like, uh, well, if you look at pictures of them side by side, they do actually have, like, similar tattoos and whatnot, but I think it's just for publicity. Probably. A That's rap it. group yelling for publicity? Who would have thought? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked, one thing I really liked was his jacket. And oh the yeah, fucking guns he always had. Oh just... yeah, he had a good look. I liked his gang of thugs with the really bizarre uh, disguises that they wore. Yeah, and outfits. Like... Is that something? I know there. Uh, there's Gotham City Imposters, which is a video game based. Yeah, I never on played it. Where like you have like that's you're... like sort of like Team Fortress, isn't it? Yeah, and you're but you're like the Joker's henchman, and you know you, you can pick a guy with a big Batman head. Or... Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's an homage or not. Someone help us out, and we'll uh, yeah give you a cookie. Yeah, I don't know if that's part of his character from the comics at all, like his gang did that, or if that was just something that... Well, I do. I did notice, um, or it was pointed out to me, there's a one part where all the henchmen were wearing, like, boxes on their heads, and then the Joker came out dressed as a boxer. And I was just like, that's a really weird joke to go with. <laughs> he, he, layers upon layers yeah. of chapter. <laughs> He's always trying to mix things up. You don't mind playing the long game for a chuckle. It's true. Yeah. I think he nailed the laugh, by the way. Oh, too. yeah. Like, ah, yeah. Ah, 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 yeah, that was good. Uh, the purring was... Oh, weird. yeah, the growling. Like, oh, yeah. Like, getting all handsy with people. Sitting in men's laps. Yeah. All things I loved about the character. <laughs> yeah. Making that one guy kiss his ring. I love that. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I can tell you meant it. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, the, the, yeah, I I think it was like, a very sexual Joker. Yeah. <laughs> this hunka hunka. <laughs> he handing off his uh, girlfriend to people, you know. Yeah, that's your girl, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah, I he was kind of in the movie only for a little bit though. Yeah, like fifteen minutes tops. Yeah, he wasn't a big focus of this movie. Uh, this movie really felt like Deadshot and Harley Quinn's kind of, like, focus. Mm-hmm. And one thing I do like about Suicide Squad is now that all these characters have been set up, they can appear in any of the other movies as villains, people who... Well, should... that survive. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which, mostly, everyone. Uh, yeah, only two died. Yeah. And Spoilers. one didn't even matter, honestly. Yeah. Which one? The one that wasn't a uh, Slipknot? No, Slipknot. <laughs> Slipknot was my favorite. Was it? No. I know nothing she about... She had a Slipknot. mouth. <laughs> Suck that chick in the face. Did did uh, I was like you could tell right away. Well, you could tell that he had no promotion for his character in the trailers and all that. I was like, yeah, they're just gonna blow him up to show that they weren't fucking around about blowing people's heads off. Yeah. Now, do you think is he anybody? Like I've never even heard oh, of that like, character. Um, I've heard of Slipknot. His costume's totally different. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what they were, we were talking about. Right. Right. 
But no, uh, he's you know he's a he's a C lister. That's like I don't know whose rogues gallery he's in. I don't really know anything about him. Yeah, it's. Weird. I know that in the original draft for the movie, he was supposed to be like a serial rapist or something. Really? And then they cut that all out because they were just like, oh wait, yeah, <laughs> why put that in the movie? Probably a good idea. I think they learned a lesson about being a little too dark for the sake of being dark um, with yep. Batman vs Superman. <laughs> they did make cuts after cuts and alterations. Reshoots after uh, BVS's reception. Yeah, and I the, if if they cut out stuff like you know <laughs> throwing in a, a uh, pointless rapist, yeah, yeah, pointless rapist, just a yeah, thank you, because uh, that's not the kind of thing I'm looking for. I mean, if for. you're gonna have people raped, you better have a point to it. Right, right. It's what I've always said. There has to be a story arc for the rape. Yeah, oh, yeah. every time. It has to be tastefully done. <laughs> tasteful rape. Yep, taking a shot for tasteful rape. <laughs> Yeah, I do hate when, like, DC actually is infamous for using rape as a plot device. Uh, yeah. When they made uh, Dr. Light, who was another uh, lower-tier villain who hadn't really done anything in a while, they had him uh, rape the elongated man's wife. Yeah. Just used her as a plot device. Yeah, it was really dumb. They, they made a lot of weird choices to try and differentiate themselves and from Marvel. They and... tried to go grim and gritty when they were, back then, they were, you know, like, it was like, oh, these are your daddy's comics, and Marvel's doing all the crazy stuff that appeals to... The younger crowd, and they're like, oh, okay, we'll just throw in some rape, uh, have someone fold up someone's girlfriend and stuff her in the fridge. Yeah, stuff, just like trying to be super dark and violent. And You can't do that without it being well written. If you do it just for the sake of doing it, then well, no one's going to like it. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. And a lot. Uh, one thing DC, whoever's making these movies, whoever's in, uh, responsible for, you know, cutting them and, and currently that is a uh, I believe Jeff Johns is now in charge of DC okay. Entertainment. A good writer. They need to realize that we're not going to these Marvel movies. Going that was great. These Marvel movies are doing awesome. Everybody loves them. And all we need is something that's way different. <laughs> I'm fine with these movies being almost similar as long as you know the They're characters are represented similar. Yeah, like uh, after credit scenes and yeah. like. But they definitely are trying to uh, strike out on their own, which, you know, I appreciate the effort, but do it well or don't bother doing anything different. Yeah, and Wonder Woman has to be really good, because after Ghostbusters, I don't need another movie where people are going to be bitching about a female lead and shit like that. And I, I, I think the... that Wonder Woman would be better with a male lead. <laughs> <laughs> Give men a chance, guys. That's right. Oh, we didn't Actually. take our shot for tapes for it. Give men a chance. <laughs> I'm actually really looking forward to Wonder Woman. Even though it looks really similar to the first Captain America movie. Yeah. But I'm fine I, with that. I love that it takes place in World War One. I. I think that's such a cool backdrop. Yeah. And I I honestly, I don't know a lot about Wonder Woman other than her tools. Um, like, DC in general I don't know much about, so I appreciate, like, I appreciate backstory. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I only know a lot about her backstory. Like, I don't really know... I haven't read any specific Wonder Woman stuff. I've read a lot of Justice League with her in it. Yeah. And like, stuff she's done in Justice League. Never any of her solo stuff for the most part. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that looks pretty good, though. Yeah, I love the actress, uh, Gal Gadot. Yeah. Yeah. That's one, uh, that's one sexy Jewess right there. <laughs> Can you say that? <laughs> Jewess? I'm not sure. I remember the Jewess Jeans commercial on SNL. Okay. Well, Jewess is a very, very old term. Like, I don't think anyone's used it in, like, 100 years. If SNL's okay with it. Yeah. Then we probably shouldn't be okay. <laughs> <laughs> probably just an attempt to make another viral video. <laughs> Some shitty freaking music video. <laughs> Jerks. Andy Samberg. 
Oh, man. We're going to come to blows on that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, but... Uh, so, back to Suicide Squad. I mean, <laughs> you get the character... Oh, we didn't really talk about Diablo. He's pretty much the only, like, meta-human on the Suicide Squad so um, Unless you can't... Count, well, Killer Croc's kind of... Is he? I, well, he's super human. Sure. I, can, like, I don't... He can hold his breath for hours. He's got nictitating membranes. I mean, you know, he just... Uh, it's like a mixture of a human and a crocodile. He doesn't have, like... Supernatural powers, but, but he like, is considered a metahuman. Yeah, he's, okay. he's considered a metahuman. I didn't really know. I'm not. Yeah, I wasn't trying to dispute. I just didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I was, What's yeah. nicotating cells? Nicotating like, membranes or membranes? Is that like nicotine? It's a, no, it's a it's a third eyelid that you. Uh, oh, oh, that. Yeah, yeah, okay, so reptiles. See yeah. Reptiles, some birds, sharks. Sharks have it. Sharks have it to protect their eyes when they uh, bite into stuff. Hmm. Except for great whites, they just roll their eyes in the back of their head. Really? Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Um, there's another shark called the Greenland shark, and uh, most Is that of like them... the Greenlander. Yeah, it's exactly like the Greenlander. <laughs> comes from outer space. No, uh, lives in Greenland, and uh, almost all the time, their eyes are attached by these weird fish parasites, and they like all of them go blind because of it. But like, they never have a problem with it. Nobody knows why. But you see, like a fish just hang off their eyeball, and when they look around, it just like swing around. Wow. It's gross. Nobody knows why. Nobody knows what it's for. And uh, they do fine without it. Interesting. Anyways. <laughs> Don't ever tell me to tell you more about sharks. I actually... <laughs> I was hoping for something random, and I definitely got it. That is for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, Diablo. He was kind of cool. Man, Mexican uh, cholo crime uh, gangbanger, pyrokinesis, had cool tattoos, shaved off his eyebrows for the role. Yeah, he, uh, I mean, it was, he was a fire guy, you know, and generally I'm not a big fan of, like, people with fire powers, mm-hmm. but he, he was alright. I liked him. Uh, I loved when he, uh, they had footage of him torching a prison yard, and then he had a flaming crown on his head, yeah. and his hands around. I, I got a giggle out of that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, he, uh, him and Jared Leto both agreed to shave off their eyebrows, which, kudos to them, because you look really fucking weird without eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, quite the commitment. Yeah, it takes... You have to be... You have to have the right kind of face for it. Of course, he just had tattoos over his feet. You know, his lack of eyebrows, so it's different. Yeah. But when he got off the set, he still didn't have eyebrows. He just looked like a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, he probably, like, slept in his trailer or whatever the entire time. I would. Yeah, until his eyebrows were able to grow back. He he seemed like probably the strongest in the group, though. Yeah, power-wise, most definitely. I mean, unless... Unless you count the Enchantress. Yeah, the Enchantress kind of breaks off earlier in the movie. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Uh, she she kind of gets control of... Um, she she sees that if she gets close to the case, it starts beeping because she breaks out one night. Because mm-hmm. all um, June Moon has to say is the word Enchantress, and she turns into the Enchantress. She says it in her sleep. And then, well, yeah. she's after a night of... Uh, Working with uh, rough Rick Flags, Flags. Yeah. yeah, with Rick Flags. Presumably. I assume, it, yeah, it had to be rough. He didn't look like he was... <laughs> he didn't look like a gentle soul. No, no. Although I bet he just cried a lot the whole time. Yeah, probably after, though. <laughs> like, he was very sensitive before and after. Yep, during, that's how, that's He had PTSD flashbacks. <laughs> and was a savage. Um, <laughs> a lot of reading into that. Yeah, well, you know, I, I like to take a leap of faith yeah, sometimes with my... It's uh, interpretive. Yeah, yeah. There's... There's no uh, sex scene to prove me wrong yet, so... That's true. Not, not yet, what? unless we get a director's cut, which isn't supposed to happen, sadly. There's no director's cut for this movie? They said there would not be an R-rated cut, and there most likely will not be a director's cut. I'm okay with it. I'm, uh, I'm kind of sad. I would have preferred to have seen a uh, longer... Because um, Jerry Lito said uh, there was enough Joker footage cut to make its own movie. 
Wow. Yeah. And he said, yeah. He said, no one will, he's very doubtful anyone will ever see it. He said, maybe after he's dead, the footage will be released. I was like, damn. So you make like a pact with the devil or something? What's That's going insane. On? Well, it is a Joker. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. I'm I'm excited to see his Joker. I I like I, as soon as like that ending scene was over in the begin or the beginning scene was over. I want to see him in a Batman movie. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh man, I want to see Joker and Harley versus Batman. Oh, like, yeah. I, I want to watch an entire movie of that because it was a good interpretation. Yeah, all three all three of them were killing it. Love Batfleck. Yeah, yeah. I thought I'd say it. No, I <laughs> I'm just as surprised as everyone else at how good of a Batman Ben Affleck is, but. Ben Affleck had a run of bad movies, but he was never a bad actor, I guess. I mean... Um, I don't remember ever being in a good movie. Do you? Like, before or ever? Ever. Um, I mean, he was great in Good Will Hunting. Oh, I never uh, saw that. He was... I, I, From everything I've heard, he was amazing in Argo, uh, which was kind of his comeback movie. Is that the prequel to Fargo? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's the pre-prequel, because there's Argo, there's Bargo, there's Cargo. <laughs> Do I have to keep going? Yes. Iargo. Ergo. Ergo. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. There's another movie he was pretty good in, but basically... he's directed some movies that yeah. got a lot of attention, too. Yeah. Um, Jiggly. Uh-huh. Yeah, basically from Pearl Harbor to Jiggly to like a few others, like he had Mallrats, loved him in Mallrats. Yeah, yeah, he was that asshole at the fashionable nail. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was good in Dogma too. He was all right. Yeah. Played an angel, whatever. Yeah. Um, so Christopher Walken. That's true. <laughs> Wait, Christopher Walken wasn't in that. No, but he played an angel in the prophecy. That's true. <laughs> okay, I see where you are. <laughs> there we go. Shots to the prophecy. Oh, God, yeah. that movie's great. Killer movie. I wish we were reviewing Kirk. the prophecy. Let's do that next time. Let's just start that right now. In the next All right. Episode. So, anyways, the prophecy. <laughs> one part where he like gives that one angel the backbreaker. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I think that was actually in the prophecy too. Might have been. It doesn't matter. They're all the exact same movie. The prophecy. Oh yeah. Uh, so some for some reason they're sent on a mission to uh, kill the big bad of the movie, which turns out to be the Enchantress and uh, her brother who possesses um, a person who might or might not be common. We haven't determined that yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, she gets she gets his brother free when she figures out that whole thing with Amanda Waller in the briefcase. Mm-hmm. And when Amanda Waller realizes she, Enchantress has gone rogue, she starts stabbing the heart within the briefcase that belongs to the Enchantress. <laughs> but she's next to her brother and she tells her brother in the ancient language that they speak to lend her his power. Well, it was Spanish, Charlie. Oh, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of ancient mystical language. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, anyways, he uh, prevents her from dying. Yeah, and then gives her a power-up, and she has a whole new sexy look. Yeah, and they, oh, and they that say... that look. That's a good look. That's a good look. She says, he asked, like, they used to worship us, and she says, now yeah. they worship machines. Yep. I'll build a machine that will destroy them all. I like that line. Oh, yeah, me too. I liked it. And then it turned out to be a big sky portal, but, yeah. you know. It's kind of machine, sort of, maybe. It had twirly things yeah. in it. I was, hoping, I was really hoping it'd be a robot. Yeah, yeah, me too. Just <laughs> smashing buildings. <laughs> Just launching nukes out of the um, stop the giant robot. <laughs> that would have been a great ending. Oh, yeah. But, no, I, I thought that gave clear motivation for the villain. Yeah. Um, and um, the villain, um, very generic. Doesn't get more generic. Yeah. 
But uh, it had a really cool look. Both of them did. I loved uh, both their character designs. I enjoyed them. I loved when he smashed things with his weird tendril arms. Uh, it would have like a look of like melted glass. Yeah. Like I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I, I enjoy. I think the villain was better than like the villains in Thor two. If I mean, if you take Loki out of the equation, oh, the, uh, it's better than the all the villains in yeah, the Thor movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the destroyer armor in uh, the first Thor. Yeah. That I thought was, it was right out of the comics. Yeah, oh yeah, the because that was in the uh, vault or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's made of the same metal as his uh, hammer. Yeah. But yeah, um, the Frost Giants, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was cool, but yeah, it was just like something out of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I'm just saying, I, I mean, like, I'm not trying to, like, badmouth Thor movies, I'm just saying, like... You don't have to, I mean, nobody really likes them. <laughs> I know, which is unfortunate, because I actually like them quite a bit. Yeah, I, enjoy, I enjoyed them both. I, I mean, a lot of it is Loki, but hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, a lot of it for me is uh, Natalie Portman and Kat Dennings. Yeah, that too. <laughs> oh my goodness. And Thor. I mean, Oh yeah, that hair. Yeah, Even if it is a wig. He's great as Thor, he really is. Oh, Chris Hemsley, yeah, he's a, he's a treat. Yeah. He was good in Ghostbusters too as well. He was yeah. probably one of the best parts of Ghostbusters too, in a lot of ways. Just the count, he was very Between funny. Ghostbusters. Or Ghostbusters, yeah. The new The Ghostbusters. new Ghostbusters, yeah. I don't know why I called it, too. I think it's because it's on the YouTube on our screen right now. <laughs> so I was looking over there. <laughs> but, yeah, um, so they decide that the Suicide Squad is the people to deal with this, and they kind of, like, show... What the fuck is Batman doing throughout the entire movie? That's what... I kind of wondered that, too. Like, I was like... <laughs> Where's the Flash? Where's the Flash? Where's Batman? They were there to, like, punk these guys, but when, like, <laughs> the city is being destroyed... My giant sky portal, that's, like... Cutting aircraft carriers in half. Well, actually, the after the credits scene. Do we want to say that right now? Did you watch the after the yeah, credits yeah, scene? Yeah, yeah, It kind of sounded like Batman knew about all of it and so wanted why it set up. It? Well, that's kind of a big risk to take. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, it might have been that he found out about it afterwards and then talked to her, or she reached him, or who knows. Uh, no, because when she hands him that file or whatever, she says, you took a lot of risk for this or something along those lines. Well, I could have just been her... Well, she because he said you're under my protection now. That could have been what she was talking about. Oh, maybe, yeah. I interpreted it as he, he, he knew all this was going on. And Which was, is also turned possible. a blind eye to it, but hey. It, it was... Might be giving too much credit to the director. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. They're like Whenever they set things up, I never really know until... I, and especially like in regards to Batman. They're doing a very good job of making him kind of like... Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that's, like that's, Nick Fury. Yeah, exactly <laughs> like Nick Fury, yep. Yeah, that's very good. To Nick Fury. Oh, yeah. Director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hmm. But, yeah. Here's where the movie gets, um, you know, they all go out to fight these really generic PG-13 monsters you can shoot in the face and cut to bits without it getting an R rating. Yeah, yeah. Katana was in it, by the way. Oh, by the way, here's Katana. Yeah. That's her introduction, you know. Like, she gets, like, a 30-second intro (laughs) of her, like, killing some gangsters in Tokyo. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, here's Katana. Yeah. I don't know much about Katana, but uh, that I, mask was very iconic. I remember seeing that every time in the comic shop, like Katana, uh-huh. uh, that mask being worn. I'm like, my um, character looks kind of cool. I, I, I read a, I read a little bit of her, like in like you know, it was in, um, I think it was in the uh, Blackest Night tie-in, but I, I might be mistaken. But I've read her in a Suicide Squad tie-in before, because I had like read the entire, you know, I had every tie-in for it, and I was like, oh, that's cool, you know. Yeah, um, I've heard that her character. A lot of people complained about her portrayal because she just ran around yelling in Japanese the entire time and, like, they didn't really have a character to her whatsoever despite her... Other than the one little cutscene. Right, it's mostly... You present it like this is... This is every Kung Fu revenge 
Yeah, plot. exactly. Like, I that's mean, what she's yeah. about. Her family was killed by... Killed some, my master. Somebody, her, her, her husband, husband was killed. Point, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I meant. I think they... Yeah, oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the main thing was uh, that she, she was just kind of, like you said, just kind of like, oh, by the way, here you are. I know her character was developed a little more in um, one of the DC shows. I'm not sure which one. Oh, she's... Was she in, in Arrow? In the current ones? Yeah. Yeah, she's very developed in Arrow. That's, what, that's what a lot of people didn't yeah. like, because she didn't have very much character development semantically, whereas she had a bunch in the TV. I'm like, well, what do you expect? I know. Arrow has four seasons of 20 episodes where they have nothing to do for most of it, so of course they had time to develop her character. Yeah, I mean, are they are they going to focus on Katana when they got all these other characters, including the Joker, right. getting up, who people complain about not getting enough screen time? I'm like I I don't I, I don't know how the Flash manages to do it, but as far as Arrow goes, like that's a show that would do a lot better with less. Uh huh. Like if each season of Arrow was ten episodes, it would probably be like really really good. How but many episodes is it? It's like twenty two episodes a season. Damn, it's way too much. Yeah, there's always like it's got a lot of drama in it. Yeah, there's they're just kind of like pulling things out and making them way too long, and it just feels very like ugh. more comparisons to lost. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Shades of Lost. <laughs> yeah, they just kind of have to fight all, like you said, monsters that are okay to kill in PG-13. Katana's cutting them up, Will Smith's shooting them down. Harley uh, Quinn's Harley using Quinn's... a, uh, it's funny, I recognize the revolver she used. Yeah. It's a Chiapa Rhino. Oh, wait, the model? Yep. Oh, I thought I'd just seen the, a gun like that. Yep. That it's she's a, used before. It's, a, it's the actual model. It's um, famous for having the... Uh, barrel at the bottom cylinder as opposed to the top which is supposed to be better for aiming it looks a lot if you see one by it's like without the bedazzles on it it looks a lot like uh, Vash the Stampede's gun from Trigun oh nice nice shout out to Vash the Stampede that's right I'm always, <laughs> I'm always willing to throw one out there <laughs> uh yeah she uh, the, I meant like the markings on it I feel like I've seen that in the comics or a show or something at that point the hammer and the bat obviously oh yeah really iconic a lot of people wanted her to have the classic costume, which they had in homage to. They showed it. When she was picking through her wardrobe? Uh-huh. And, like, they had a flat, like, a, her and the Joker were using a tuxedo, and she's in the classic costume, which was a shout-out to an Alex Ross uh, artwork piece that everybody's really gaga over. Yeah. And then uh, there's other little bits and pieces where, like, they have other toss-outs to classic moments. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's fine. I, and plus, she's she's wearing the newer, updated version, basically, right? Well, like, um, I actually like her current outfit. It's uh, better than, like, in the comics for all, she was just wearing lingerie, which I didn't really care for. Like, half her hair was red, half was black. It's like, eh. Yeah. And she was I, I, doing, I like, like, I, like, the belts and, like, the tight shirts. And... Yeah. I actually, I like her current, like, derby girl outfit. A yeah. lot more than what they were doing in the comics for a long time. Yeah, I mean, she looked cool. There was there was nothing wrong with the way mm-hmm. she looked. Um, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like I, yeah. I, I never felt like, oh, this is a weird version of her. Um, she didn't feel out of place or out of character. No, I, I was worried she she was going to be too sexed up. I, she I thought, was sexed up. She was sexed up, but it wasn't overdone to the point where like. Oh, I'm just a sexy girl who gets things done like, uh-huh. with my wild. No, she was portrayed as a fucking badass throughout yeah. most of the moment. Like, you were never she was humanized. They humanized her really well. Yeah, they did, they did a good job of that, but you never felt like everyone had to like bail her out and save her, which was what I was mainly worried about. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't need that at all, from what I know of the character. She don't. Yeah. She just is okay. She's a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. It's true. That's true. And they did a. She was. She's known for her acrobatics, right? Mm-hmm. 
they did do a good job with her, like... She did a Hurricane Rana. Yeah, she did the Hurricane Rana, was hanging off the guy and, like, <laughs> shot the other guy while she was, like, looking backwards and then, oh, yeah. and then clipped the guy on the side of her. She was hanging from a trapeze in her prison cell. Yeah. Yep. I like that part. Yeah. Yeah, there were, and the, the thing on the, the, on, the, um, on the rope, too. Mm-hmm. So, there were, there were definitely... They, they stayed true to her character pretty well. As far as Will Smith as Deadshot, I, I thought they did okay. Um, I just don't like. I, I just felt it was another safe Will Smith vehicle. I didn't hate it. I, I thought he um, he did a good job for a character's bland as Deadshot. Oh no! Now you're gonna hate your people. Really? Um, I don't really know him well enough. He just strikes me as a guy who's kind of like fodder to get like. Who's, he's one of those characters that's like, yeah, he's a real badass, but every fucking hero beats um, the shit out of him. His biggest character trait is that uh, he has a death wish. He takes really dangerous assignments mm-hmm. on purpose because uh, he doesn't want to make it out. Uh, yeah, he feels like he doesn't deserve to be a father or whatever. I'm not sure. I don't even know if he has a family in the comics. He, he doesn't... I know he doesn't Arrow. Yeah, so He wires money to his daughter and stuff, so... I don't know. It was just... Like I said, it was just Will Smith playing the character, like... No, and I know Will Smith is definitely an actor that's guilty of it. Like, I got hired here because I'm Will Smith, and I'm going to play it like I'm Will Smith. Yeah. But, like... He makes this look good. I'm just saying, like, most characters given that role would have just been... I I can't see anybody really doing Deadshot that much justice. I don't know. I haven't read enough Deadshot to... Nowhere here, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) That's why why I didn't mind Will Smith's portrayal. Yeah, well, I I guess his portrayal didn't do anything. I mean, this, like... I was just, I'm just tired of seeing Will Smith play Will Smith in movies. <laughs> yeah, I, I could definitely see that. <laughs> like, he acted exactly like he does in Hancock, exactly like he does in uh, Men in Black, 1, 2, 3 through 7. <laughs> acted exactly like he does in Independence Day. Just, you know, the list goes on. Very safe. Yeah. I know a lot of people liked him, though, so, I mean, it wasn't like his acting was bad. It was just him playing Will Smith. Yeah, no, and yeah, it's like you said, he played it safe. He definitely played it safe, and it was probably a good choice because he could have fucked it up really bad. He could have made that movie, like, he could have been the worst part about that movie, and he was just there. Yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah. (laughs) He did nothing to detract from the movie, but he didn't do anything to make the movie for me either. Shout out for a giant payday for that. (laughs) To be fair, his name drew money, so, like, good for Mm -hmm. him, he did his job. Yeah. The action scenes with him were good. Yeah, that was probably the best part about the mask that he wore for thirty-five seconds throughout the entire movie. He should have wore that mask more, but I know that's that's you know the classic trope. Yeah. Oh, there's his mask, but I'll just take it off. You know, like Spider-Man. How often he wore his mask? And he has a secret identity for crying out loud. Uh, I'm so excited for the new Spider-Man. Oh, me movies. too. I'm glad they managed to fit a Spider-Man backstory into Civil War, so the, yeah. the first movie doesn't have to be a backstory. And if they if they manage to get Venom right, I mean we could we're off to the races with that. Oh yeah, I, mean, I don't know if we'll put Venom in it. Maybe not the first one, but I'm I'm thinking hopefully like, eventually. Line. Yeah, because there's no way the first movie. Well, is I mean, um, everyone loves Spider-Man in that Civil War movie. Oh yeah, he was great. I loved him in it. He was uh, really good. The action was just perfect, Spider-Man. Yeah. The uh, one-liners like uh, when he got the car door thrown at him, he's like, "Hey, buddy, you dropped this!" And he threw it right back at him. <laughs> yeah. No, he was he was and uh, like you know the fact that he was freakishly strong. Like when he grabs the Winter Soldier's arm and just like you know holding it, like, "Wow, you got a metal arm!" <laughs> right. Yeah, the Winter Soldier has been like a problem for everybody yeah. in the movie. <laughs> he's like you know going toe to toe with Iron Man. Yeah. Know. Oh well, not Iron Man, Captain America. He was on Iron Man's side. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I know what you meant. Wait. No when. Winter Soldier, was, he was going to. Oh, Winter Soldier, I got it, got it. Sorry, my bad. Misinterpreted. That's okay. 
You can hit me later. I will. Maybe I'll learn. I'll beat the wickedness out of you. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, on to this movie that I didn't like as much. Yeah. <laughs> Not that it's a bad movie. No, I I mean, like, if if I had to rate Suicide Squad, I'd give it a 7 out of 10, 8 yeah, out of 10, exactly somewhere in there. 7 out of 10 right here. Um, I I never once was like... It felt, was did it like, feel, like, shorter to you? Like the it, was most only about two, it was about two hours. It was right at that two hours. Okay. Which I was just like, oh, thank God. Yeah, because I, I was getting worried, like, at one part where they're in the bar, I'm like, oh, man, if they stretch us out, like, another 40 minutes. <laughs> but it pretty much wrapped up right after that. Yeah. And that was a good thing. Oh, um, yeah. I think, uh, I think the strongest, strongest part about this movie is the fact that it set up a lot of characters without being feeling bloated, like Batman vs. Superman. It was oh, a watchable, okay. fun movie, and it it gives all these characters a chance to thrive in the universe action, they're trying yeah. to create. And yeah, enough action to go into a movie that you mm-hmm. were just going to see action for. And um, I know a lot of people claiming more for the Joker. I was just like, come on, guys, it's not it's not Suicide Squad featuring the Joker. I, a lot of people were under the misconception that the Joker was part of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, people are dumb. It's true. People are dumb. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, the the Joker is never answered. The Joker never answers to anyone except the Joker. Yeah, exactly. Ever, right? Yeah, I he's mean, never like. I don't know if he's ever been forced to work with others, but not to my knowledge. Like, unless he's incarcerated in Arkham, there's he's always just doing his own thing. Yeah, yeah. He no one wants Laying to work around with the, the Joker. Circle. Try to work with the Joker. Yeah, at least not in the modern interpretation. <laughs> Yeah, like like you were saying, laying around in a big circle of knives and with like baby clothes. Baby clothes. I didn't notice that the first time I watched it. I watched it again after it was pointed. I was like, "Holy shit!" There's a big pile of baby clothes. It was super weird. And then like, uh, I guess in an interview with, uh, oh yeah, and he had like a weird smile painted on his face. And, yeah. Like, in an interview, he said, "Well, you know, maybe it's you could interpret it as like." Trophies, like how a serial killer will keep a trophy after he kills someone. I was like, ugh. <laughs> wow. I think it's just saying, you know. Trying to say things. Jared Leto, you could tell, had a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, he really went whole hog with the character. He sent creepy gifts like dead rats to his cast, you know, co-stars and like other really bizarre stuff. And um, I'm really glad that he just didn't consider it another payday. Like a lot of actors would have. I'm glad he survived the role because that seems to be something that's tough to do when yeah. you play the Joker. Apparently. Uh, no, I think only one of them fucked it up by dying. <laughs> Pussy. Yeah, Cesar Romero. <laughs> Piece of shit. Put paint on your mustache. Come on. <laughs> I love that. I love watching an HD picture as you just see like the paint right on the mustache. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, I... Yeah... Get I mean, I go back to it every time, and I that was like Will Smith and the portrayal of the Joker were my two biggest concerns going in. Mm-hmm. I felt like everything else looked good enough to. Yeah, really... nothing was fucked up. Um, I was concerned about what the big bad would be, and uh, while I was just totally phoned in, it didn't screw it up. Yeah, like I said, I believe the big bad's motivations. Uh, they set it up well. Mm-hmm. They said, you know, hey, we got this, you know, fucking well, actually they demon under yeah. control. Oops, no, we don't. <laughs> she wants to kill us all. And, oh, by the way, her brother's here. Yeah. And her brother was just kind of a mongoloid. Yeah, I mean, he was cool. I yeah, liked he his character cool powers design. and shit, but he, he was definitely not the brains of the operation. No, the final he, was, fight one he was just a goon. He was just a goon. So, if oh, you wait. had one wish... I feel like BET would be the last of your choices. 
You know, funny that you mention it. That's uh, that's what caused the uh, Tech Nine cameo in the film. The, Wait. the music video he watches. It's a Tech Nine music video. Is it? Yep. I found that out from Tech Nine's Facebook. <laughs> You're like, look at the Tech Nine cameo in uh, Suicide Squad. I was like, what? I clicked it. And I'm like, yeah, it's just in the BET video. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, Tech Nizzle. <laughs> Tech and Nina. <laughs> so, like the Swedish say, Subiku. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, I thought that was a weird thing. Um, oh, yeah. Fucking Killer Croc. A lot of people complained because his overdubbed voice was really goofy and obvious. Yeah, it was like, we're going to make Killer Croc urban. Oh, it's going to yeah. be cool. Yeah. Nah, that, shorty. Yeah. I'm beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was funny. It was like uh, there were things it was like, like it's like an alligator mixed with John Coffee, <laughs> and those parts were like they were a bit over to the top. But fine, those I were, enjoyed them. I'm not my main lie. thing was like, are you really going to have one wish, and that wish is going to be reruns of the Wayans Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> like that's what you. <laughs> Well, you know, he wanted to he wanted to live in a sewer. So. At least ask for the box or something. YouTube, <laughs> yeah. I don't care, man. Fire stick, broken. Yeah, uh, fire stick. That's uh, got all the channels. Or a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. Here we did a sewer corridor. But yeah, <laughs> I'm not making sense. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, basic, I mean, you know, they overcome the, we don't really have to get too much into it. I had one problem near the end. Mm-hmm. Where. No nudity. Ench- yeah. Enchantress offers all of, these, all of them in the big final scene, basically. Oh, I forgot to mention, Diablo doesn't use his firepower for the vast majority of the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's. He has to get psyched into okay. it because he was angry because he accidentally uh, immolated his uh, wife and children in a fit of rage when she threatened to leave for his gangbanging ways. Yeah. I guess that's all I really had to say at that point, because that really covers it. Yeah. No, and then going into the final fight, Will Smith, uh, Will Smith asked Diablo if he's with them or whatever. Uh-huh. And he's like, what if I lose control? He's like, maybe we'll have a chance. <laughs> if you ain't out of control, you ain't in control. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> that that leads to Diablo fighting the Enchantress's brother. Is it just, are we, should we just call him Enchanter? Uh, yeah, and, yeah, why not? Okay. Enchanter <laughs> has a big fight with Diablo, and Diablo's like oh, burning like, him, and Enchanter's like just about to fucking kill him, and then oh by the way, Enchanter can turn into a flame elemental devil yeah. type character. I and, mean, he looks like a Diablo esque. Yeah, Diab- oh, he turns into like a Mesoamerican flame deity with like yeah. a headdress. I'm like, Damn, dude, Mesoamerican, you <laughs> crushing it with the description. <laughs> I, I know my... Uh, People who have done their Mesoamerican studies are like, oh, yeah, I picture that perfectly. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> well, I mean, like, he totally did look like a Mesoamerican. I believe you. I'm complimenting <laughs> Thank you. I'm saying... Hey, he's, suddenly, he's suddenly 15 feet tall. He has <laughs> yeah. a headdress, and, like, it looks awesome. Yeah, he looks... Good. <laughs> like, I was a little on the fence about Diablo throughout the movie. As soon as that happened, and then, like, I thought about his character afterwards, I'm yeah. like, yeah, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> it is great. Like, that was really cool. Uh, he beats the shit out of the flame guy while, uh, but he burns himself out too soon when he's right about to crush his heart. But they were trying to like uh, set it up because they had this big giant out, yeah, death. They had a, they had a uh, charge bomb, yeah, placed underneath, which makes Enchanter kind of disappointing as a villain a little bit, just because if it's like can, I said, generic big man. Yeah, if you can get killed by a regular bomb though. It was a big bomb, I guess. Yeah. Well, he also got severely weakened, though. That's true. Diablo beat the yeah. shit out of him. <laughs> he, like, melted through his chest and clutched onto his heart. 
Yeah, yeah, he was basically on the verge, so we can just say the bomb was the tipping point. Yeah, there you go. And then, uh, yeah, and then they they blew it with him there when he told him to, you know, blow it! Yeah. Very sad. I felt really bad for him. They actually humanized the character for the lack of dialogue that he had pretty well. Yeah, no, they did do a good job with him. Um, they Rest in peace, homie. Yeah. Or, uh... Essay as fucking uh, Will Smith kept calling. Him. Yeah, yeah. Every time he called him essay, I cringed a little bit. I yeah, like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's a bit forced. Dude. Yeah, it was really forced. I was like, oh, isn't that right, essay? Like, like Deadshot was kind of like a weird sociopath character, yes. but he was always pretty silent, as far as I understood. He wasn't a guy who talked a lot, like like Will Smith, like Will Smith. <laughs> yes. So that was probably like the trade off there, but. Like I said, he didn't fuck the movie up, but yeah, he had a few moments where you're like, ugh, that's kind of lame. Yep. Unlike the Enchantress, when she did her Rihanna dance. Oh, yeah. The Rihanna <laughs> dance. I love the Rihanna dance. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. I think she was more of a Shakira dance. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, she didn't shake her ass enough. I don't know. But yeah, um, <laughs> Shakira does shake her ass a lot. Yeah, the hips don't lie. Yeah, she did a lot of like hip thrusts, like really weird. Because she was like mm, swishing, basically and, mm, like she magicked like, into this one yeah. point of the room. But her hips were like independent of the rest of her body while they she didn't was lie. talking. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> um, and I mean, she just kind of goes, "Oh, you guys are trying to fuck with me now." Like after her brother's killed, yeah. and just like pushes everyone back, takes all their weapons away, says enough. Gets yeah, turns like, back into a swamp witch. Yeah, sexy swamp witch. She's pissed at everyone, and she goes, you know, like they're all trying to fight her, and she says, "You get like one more chance at mercy. It's your lucky day, or whatever. Join me or die." And that, this is the part with Harley Quinn where I didn't really like it because she's offered the chance to revive Joker um, by the Enchantress. My interpretation is that she didn't believe her. It's it's probably true. That's my. Uh... Yeah, that's I don't know. know. It just felt weird when she said, "Oh, by the trying way, the Joker her. seemingly died." Yeah, the Joker seemingly <laughs> died at some point. The Joker was trying to get to her the whole time. They got into the Chinook that was supposed to rendezvous and get them, and then they wouldn't respond. Also, the Joker comes out with a golden AK, and oh, a, that was so cool! And there was a fucking uh, chain gun just lighting him up. And that's <laughs> when Amanda Waller tells uh, Deadshot, "You know, kill." Harley Quinn. Which is another thing I thought was kind of... Well, he doesn't kill women, you know, normally, so I guess it makes sense. Yeah. It was, there was this weird friend dynamic that felt... In the comics, they had a, uh, a romantic thing. Deadshot and uh, Harley, Harley Quinn? They, yeah, they end up uh, shaboinging. Really? Because yeah, there was a little bit of that tension yeah, in there. They, they have a, yeah, there's a lot of romantic tension in the comics, from what I've been told. And then, like, I watched Assault on Arkham, the uh, animated movie, which was in, it was in there, too. Okay. So then uh, it's not too bad. It's not too out of place. I don't know, like, the way this movie starts, it's like, yeah, we're all bad guys out for ourselves. And then, like, kind of around the middle, they become it's like, a brotherhood. Yeah, which is, it's fine. They, it was less believable than Guardians of the Galaxy, but it wasn't, like, mm-hmm. it wasn't so unbelievable. It was, you, you didn't, you weren't just, like, you know. <laughs> I think, like, friend was the, the key trigger word for me that, like, bothered me when she goes, yeah. you tried to hurt my friends. Yeah. Like, well, you know. Who knows? She should have said essays. Man, yeah, that's... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with my essays, My essay vatos, bichola. <laughs> vatos locos forever. <laughs> uh, um, so anyways, she gets eyebrow tattoos and the Sharpie ones. Who? Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah, yeah. She becomes a chola. 
That's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't remember that part. That's the best part. Of the but anyway, <laughs> I, I got lost thinking about the movie Blood In, Blood Out, and just completely checked out from the podcast for a second. So she That's picks up Katana's uh, namesake, Katana, slashes Enchantress in the chest. Yeah, grabs her heart. No, she didn't grab the heart. Or did she grab the heart? I thought she grabbed the heart because she gets the heart out and she's like, she's vulnerable. Yeah, well, she, she doesn't yell, she's vulnerable. Uh, um, what's his dick fucking flag? Dick flag. Dick flag yells, she's vulnerable now or whatever. Because they they said that her only weakness is we got to cut out her heart. That's true. I thought Harley Quinn. I don't know. Uh, you know, I'll have to watch it again sober. I've only seen it twice, so how would I know? You're right, right. I only saw it yesterday. My so. favorite part <laughs> my favorite part was when Killer Croc grabs her by the ankles and slams her into the wall really hard. Yeah, yeah. No, Killer Croc had some cool... Uh, A lot of people said he was like, intimidating enough. I liked him. I don't think he had enough to do, but he, I never felt like what he wasn't mean, he, intimidating. He, he went to the sewer at that one point. Yeah. I'll do the sewer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I was dying. Yeah, that was good. Did the weird slither into the water... I, I feel I like we probably could have used, like, one scene where he... Like, that was one thing about this movie. I feel like this was a lot of Deadshot and Harley Quinn kicking ass. Mm-hmm. And then, and then obviously, Diablo kicking ass at the end. Captain Boomerang had a boomerang drone. Yeah. But they, <laughs> if it was exploding boomerang at uh, Enchanter. It's true. Uh, I, I actually did like Captain Boomerang a lot. Especially since he had a unicorn. They were okay. Like, I didn't hate any of the characters, honestly. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, each one of them probably could have used one scene during, like, the... During the tower climb or fighting all the aliens where one of them was responsible like for Like the scene where Harley Quinn's going up in the uh, elevator and she gets attacked randomly. Yeah, like... Could have totally gotten rid of that and put in a different scene with someone else. Yeah, exactly. I like, really point the scene because they already established what a bad she was at that point. Yeah. The, like, uh, Killer Croc and, and Captain Boomerang each could have probably used one of those scenes uh, to make their characters feel a little more legitimate. Mm-hmm. Um, near the end, they all got their moment to shine, but they didn't get their own individual setup scene where you, you believed how much... You believed in their power, basically. Mm-hmm. Everyone else got that. The fact that Captain Boomerang, they made on par with all these other guys, uh, I thought was a really well done job because it's kept... No offense to, you know, all the uh, Rogues Gallery <laughs> fans out there. You know, the Rogues. I know a lot, there's a lot of rabid Rogues fans of uh, the Flashes bad guys who seemingly wouldn't be able to stand a chance against him, but, uh... Yeah, I mean, uh, for a guy whose gimmick is having trick boomerangs, I thought they did a good job. Yeah, no, he was he was alright. I didn't I didn't have any problems with Captain Boomerang. I thought it was, I thought it was really funny. It was really good comic relief. So we gotta move on to probably my favorite scene in the movie. The credits? <laughs> no. Hey-oh. Hey-oh, got him. <laughs> got him. To getting him. No, I am referring to the scene where all the... Anti-heroes slash villains, whatever you want to call them, decide mm-hmm. fuck this and go sit in a bar <laughs> and drink. Um, Which what was they Harley? Cut a lot of. They cut a lot of it. Well, like they cut the part where she was the bartender and she asked him what everyone was drinking. I'm pretty sure Katana asked for whiskey. It was in one of the trailers, and like I can't remember what everyone else was asking for. What do you think Harley Quinn was drinking? It looked very. Tropical. It looked delicious. It, did. it had an umbrella in it. It had like blue and red, and oh. yeah. It was something I would drink. I'm a girl drink drunk. <laughs> girl drink drunk. Um, when I'm not pounding whiskey, I'm drinking something with a big old umbrella and a crazy straw in his part <laughs> served in a half a coconut. He's not wrong. <laughs> I do not exaggerate. I really like girly drinks. But I genuinely like the scene. 
Oh, yeah. I felt like you got a little bit of human sympathy. This is where they really, like, pounded home Diablo's character, which mm-hmm. made his sacrifice feel like a lot. He only drank water, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> water is a good choice, babe. <laughs> Harley Quinn was really good in this scene. Love her accent. Yeah. She 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 did really good. Uh, did the character justice. You can tell she was dedicated. Will Smith was in a scene that involved a lot of dialogue where he didn't chew up the entire like uh-huh. entire structure of the conversation. Captain Boomerang had a funny moment. Um, Killer Croc had a funny moment. Mm-hmm. So there was there was a lot of cool things um, that went on in that bar scene, and I, I that's the scene that I'll probably remember forever about this movie forever. I, for all of time. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, I know. If I think of this movie, the first thing that's going to pop into my head is, like, that scene in the bar. The only thing I didn't like when she said normal is a setting on a dryer. I was like, oh, come on. Where'd you get that one? Who? Harley Quinn said that? Yeah. I don't even remember that. Normal is a setting on a dryer. Okay. Like, oh, where'd you get that Hot Topic t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, I might have, like, just not... Tune that one out. Yeah, I don't remember that one, but yeah, yeah I, I trust erased? you. Yeah, <laughs> Alright, okay. I can enjoy this. <laughs> Didn't hear that. Uh, yeah, that's not a great line, but... <laughs> it's like, oh. uh, it's the most convoluted, you know, like... Uh, anyways. Oh, yeah, because when she was she was yelling at uh, oh, uh, Diablo yeah. about feeling bad about... For it. murdering his family. Yeah. We ain't normal. Yeah. I remember it now. But, yeah, I don't know. I just... I really like that scene. Humanized everyone. I, I, I think, like, that was the problem maybe people had with the movie. Uh, they tried to humanize people too mm-hmm. much? I don't know. I don't really... Well, uh... There seems to be a lot of people... Like, I'm surprised this movie was such a fire rod than more, like, people going, it was okay. wasn't my favorite action comic book movie. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. I mean, uh, it wasn't the worst one either. That's how I feel. I mean, I enjoyed it. it yeah. good. I watched it twice. I paid for it. Yeah, I'd watch it's it again. I say for some comic book movies. Yeah, I will never watch Batman vs Superman again. I watched it twice. You watched that one twice? Oh God! Well, um, Don't you think when you're like, like you're, you know, flash forward two years and you're like on your deathbed dying, you're yeah, like, I'm gonna wish for those two and a half hours back or something. Uh, I mean, six hours for Batman vs Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard. I've actually heard uh, for multiple people the extended cut makes sense it is a much better movie well yeah because I've heard that the extended cut is basically all the scenes that got cut out that, that made, made sense that made the movie made sense yeah <laughs> and what got put in was a bunch of shit to shoehorn the DC yep. like mega train going up, I mean um, Justice League a lot of people up. don't like Zack Snyder I love Zack Snyder I've very much enjoyed almost all the movies that he's put out like uh, Dawn of the Dead remake I love that um 300, I've watched that a million times, although it's really showing its age now. Yeah. Sucker Punch, that bombed. I will defend it to the death. I love that movie. I love it so much. It has a schoolgirl with a katana fighting a 20-foot-tall samurai with a giant gatling gun. Oh. I've heard... Uh, I've, I've, World War II bombers shooting at dragons. Uh, uh, they did a How Did This Get Made on, on Sucker Punch. Yeah. And there was a lot of things like that they loved about the movie and a lot of the things they were just like, what the fuck? Well, like, the <laughs> entire uh, plot was nothing more than a vehicle for the visuals. The, right. And I have a friend at work. He always said, he actually wants to be on the show sometime. He says... He's not welcome. <laughs> Ed, you hear that? You're not <laughs> welcome. Uh, he basically says, Zach's, when it comes to Zack Snyder, he is amazing when it comes to framing a shot. But when it comes to uh, making characters feel human, not so much. Who needs human characters? <laughs> no, uh, I, I agree entirely. I actually agree wholeheartedly with that. Uh, but he, he, he says he, Watchmen is one of his favorite movies of all time. Well, I mean, Watchmen, uh, for 
all the shit that they give that movie, it's a damn good, like, really close interpretation. And that's what he always says. He says, you got Zack Snyder... You you picked the perfect director for that movie because he he took the you know he took the comic book and he used it as a script basically yeah. yep and that's I mean and then he just extended fight scenes and uh, made characters not look like men when they were women like in the art yeah I mean like he updated the look and whatnot like the comedian I love the comedian still my hero I haven't seen Watchmen yet really oh we gotta watch it I know. sometime I, I keep it. We're gonna watch, man. <laughs> Who we should watch that, watch, man? man. Not Charlie. <laughs> Not me. Got him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hashtag got him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I can agree with that sentiment. I I don't hate Zack Snyder either. Um, I think Batman vs Superman probably could have been a good movie if the studio. I I feel like the studios Warner Brothers and um, Fox. Mm-hmm. Have a have a track record of getting like the studio execs getting their fingers on oh, movies. Oh, too many fingers in the pie. That's yeah. what I love about uh, Marvel with Disney. They're just like, you know what, you guys are doing great. Just right, go ahead, <laughs> just keep printing money for us. I don't care what you do. Yeah. Oh, Ant Man. Oh, okay, whatever. whatever. You know, Guardians oh, you got of the Galaxy. Sure. Right. Oh, you right. got Chris Pratt. Good. <laughs> you got these guys. Nobody heard of them. Whatever. You yeah, know, you know what you, you know what you're doing. You, you guys know what are you're fine. doing. You guys are Black paying, Panther. We're paying Batista how much? All right, we trust you. <laughs> <laughs> Batista was great. He was. <laughs> he, was he was amazing. He was Nothing so was good, so he's going to be in a kickboxer movie coming up, yes. which we are reviewing for sure. Fuck yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme training Batista. So, yes, the man's so nice, they named him four times. They named him eight million times. Yes. So... Final remarks for Suicide Squad. Let's take a shot. Oh, yeah. Definitely worth a watch if you enjoy action or comic book movies. Yeah. I'd say if you were hesitant by the trailers, the critics, or what other people were If you're hesitant by the trailers, don't watch it because it shows most of the movie. This, except for the big bands. I don't think that's fair. I saw I saw both trailers. and uh, there's, I like, still, there's about four trailers. Uh, I saw two trailers. And, and uh, there's all the character spots and... I thought I thought like when I watched the trailers, I like when I go to when I see trailers, I see them in theaters. Mm-hmm. And I only like half pay attention. Like this is the time I'm on my phone, I'm talking to somebody. That's how I avoid trailers. Popcorn. Right, right. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm eating all of the popcorn I bought, so I have like a little handful by the time the movie starts. You gotta go down. You gotta grab another. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Miss half the movie. I literally like in the middle of Batman Superman, I walked out. And stood in a line and wasn't mad. <laughs> I was like, I want more popcorn. This more line's more entertaining. <laughs> I, I hate the shit on Batman versus Superman as much, but I mean, since we're doing Suicide Squad, it just keeps coming up to me. Like, the I like Suicide movie, Squad a lot more than Batman versus Superman. This movie got a worse review on Rotten Tomatoes by the critics. But then Batman vs Superman, yeah, much well, worse. I don't, I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes at all. I no, feel like it's, I, it's the only there's a I lot of pretentious kind of like notions wrapped up in Rotten Tomatoes. I the only time I trust it is if it gives a good review to something. Yeah, because if it likes something, then oh holy shit! Right. <laughs> oh my god, it must be great. Yeah. Oh, you you didn't like that? Well, why don't you tell me about it while you're wearing your fedora? <laughs> I, I, my I, lady. I, yeah, I get that feeling from uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's very pretentious. Mm-hmm. I think movie critics in general have been very pretentious. Um, I agree. Hating things for the sake of hating things, talking about things in a negative light just because like you can't find a reason to compare it to a better version of something. Mm-hmm. Like, every movie can't be the best movie you've ever seen. So get that the fuck out of your mind. 
And every movie can't be everything at once. Like, when I go see a comic book movie, I'm hoping for a couple of laughs, some cool CGI action, some cool non-CGI action, and a accurate portrayal of the characters I I want to go see. And it doesn't have to be spot on, but it at least has to be somewhere close. Spirit of the character. Yeah, the spirit. That's perfect, yes. Suicide Squad does all of that. And I'd say su- go see Suicide Squad. Couldn't agree more. I very much enjoyed the action. Love the Enchantress. Love the character. The character design in this movie. Like, the set design, the character design. Yeah. Really cool. Uh, the soundtrack was really jarring and bizarre how rapid fire it was. I actually... That's one thing we didn't talk about. I actually love the soundtrack. Yeah, like, I enjoyed most of the soundtrack, but I thought it was really... It felt like they were just playing a playlist throughout the entire movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt like they had, like, taken my some of the songs on one of my, like, Charlie's Random Road yeah. Trip playlist next. And I, mean, I enjoyed they, Yeah, they had the all the songs I liked, yeah, so... But, like, I was just... Except for Eminem, but, uh... <laughs> yeah, I was just like, no, I didn't, I, I didn't hate that choice at that moment, but hey, it's, it took, it took me out of the movie how rapid fire, like I felt that they took too many, like they are taking a cue from Guardians of the Galaxy with that, with the awesome mix, or even with uh, Zack Snyder's films, he's a big fan of uh, having iconic, you know, like scenes with songs as the backdrop, especially in um, Watchmen. Oh, if you watch that, <laughs> watch, but uh, yeah, like, you'll understand what I'm talking about. The best one was Born on a Bayou for Killer Croc. Oh, yeah, that was perfect. I, 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 that was perfect. Like, I love Super Freak for uh, Harley Quinn. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that was pretty good. Other stuff, but, you know. I'm like, so did uh, Warner Brothers, did they own the rights of all those songs? And that's why they pumped them all out so rapid fire. <laughs> Just make a lot of money real quick. I don't know. I Like, I like the soundtrack. I, I walked I away from that movie thinking, like, like, I like the soundtrack. Yeah. It was just... I know what you're saying, though. I, I just... Just saying, just saying. <laughs> it's jarring. I felt, yeah, I found it to be jarring and uh, too rapid fire. There was there were moments where I'm like, wow, they put a lot of songs in this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I was just like, you know, it's a really unusually large amount of songs. Maybe. They could have put bad songs in, which would have been really yeah, bad. But they yeah. put a lot of songs I like in, so I guess I like it. That's true. That's, that's how true. I felt. But <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's that's how I should feel in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> You hear that, Internet? Just keep arguing with people. Eventually, we'll they buckle. might come around. We'll buckle and fuckle. <laughs> Especially about Hashtag political views. buckle and fuckle. Hashtag buckle and fuckle. I love it. <laughs> oh, well, he called the shit out of that fifth. Oh. God damn. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, go see Suicide Squad. That's pretty much go all see, I can say. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, will if you be. like good visuals and excellent fight scenes, it's better than... Um, well, it's my probably my second favorite DC movie to point at this point. I now, really are we starting from like Zack Snyder super or well Superman's and are we starting from like Batman Dark Knight stuff? No, no, no. I, I prefer Dark Knight. Okay, so um, about you're you're saying the actual like universe that's being created now? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I definitely liked it better than uh, BVS. Um, actually. Um, I don't know if I liked it better or not than Man of Steel. I really enjoyed Man of Steel. A lot of people didn't. I haven't seen either of the Superman movies. Um, I haven't seen Superman, was it Returns? Was this the first one in that? Oh, that isn't... Or is that just that, Superman? That's, yeah. Well, Superman Returns, the one that was like that came out in like 2004, it's... That's not part of it? No, no. Thank God, it's terrible. Okay, so... Utter garbage. Is Man of Steel, like, the first one in this? It's it's the first thing in the DC revamp universe. I enjoyed it a lot. I haven't seen that. Um, I liked it. I'll have to watch that. Uh, it's 
Zack but Snyder. So, I mean, basically, Suicide Squad is my favorite movie in the DC universe then right now, if you count what's going on so mm-hmm. far. I think Wonder Woman's um, going to overtake it pretty easily, but... I'm hoping so. I have high hopes for it. I really like... The visuals are really cool. I like how they show that one chick who had the uh, creepy faceplate that looked just like the actual uh, face prosthetics that they gave for people that had horrible uh, shrapnel injuries during World War One, where they just have them wear masks that look like human faces as, instead of prosthetic surgery. I really hope at one point we get to see her in the invisible jet. Because it's just going to be so silly and amazing. <laughs> <laughs> just gal get that, like, I don't know, like, flying across the sky. Yeah, That's what I'm looking for to the most. Like, that'll be... If they do that well, they need a good song. What would be the song for that? Wonder Woman. You think that would be it? Her classic theme song. See, I was thinking Queen Bicycle for when she's in her invisible jet. How about Killer Queen? That would be great, too, yeah. Dynamite with a laser beam. <laughs> I, um, I like it, what I like about the trailer for that movie. They have the guy who looks like he might be the big bad. He was uh, in American Horror Story season three. He played the ghost of the Axeman of New Orleans, and oh, he was just incredible. <laughs> I, I need to uh, catch up on my American Horror Story. I got halfway through season two. Season two was okay. Season three, I really liked. That was the Coven? Yep, Coven. And one with Emma Roberts in it. And uh, four was the the um, the Carnival? Yep, Freak Show. And five was like Hostel? Hotel. 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 I, haven't, I didn't watch that one because it didn't have That one had Lady Gaga in it. Though. Yeah, but it didn't have Jennifer Lang or uh, Emma Roberts, so I lost interest. Uh, I can see that. Jennifer Lang. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jennifer Lang, she's amazing. She's so funny. Jeff calls her Jennifer Bang. I do. She is by far... My favorite 80-year-old I want to bang. <laughs> she's like in her mid-70s. She's still totally bangable. Yeah. They uh, portray her very well. So Suicide Squad? Yes. Yeah. Uh, check uh, check out our Patreon page. Check out our Facebook page. Check out our Twitter account. Uh, Podcast FAH is the Twitter account. Everything else, just type in Flask Action Heroes or FAH Podcast. You can see FAH Podcast for Patreon and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we update it constantly. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. That's weird. Honestly, if you, if you want to follow what we're doing, just look at our Facebook page. That's probably the most active of our feeds. Or just SoundCloud, FAH Podcast for all the new episodes. That's generally the best so way to do it. So if a comment, we'll be really quick to respond. That's true, yeah. If you comment, um, if you request a movie, we'll put it on a list we pay little to no attention to, but we are thinking of you. Um, it's just very hard for us. say thank you? Yeah, you gotta understand. We were supposed to do a movie that was on a list tonight, but uh, man, that Stranger Things was really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will be bringing you The Last Dragon probably next time. It was yes, a movie that was, was given to us. Yes. And we will be doing And we that. look forward to it. Uh, honestly, I do too. We Show just, enough. Show enough. <laughs> yeah, we can't end it any better than that, right? Oh, yeah. All right, that's the ending. Correct. Correct ending.